welcome to welcome. episode 29. Sorry, I thought you were waiting for a welcome from me there, too. No, I mean, we can we can do that. It's... I think it's like just becoming our thing to fuck up the intros <laughs> yeah, of these shows. It's amazing. I was introing. Hi, um, my name's Max. I'm Danielle, and uh, guess what we're going to talk today about? Can, Canadian Disco? <gasps> yes. Is it Canadian Disco? It's Canadian Disco. How did you know? Oh, because I prepped for the show, just like you did. Yeah, I know. What a well, dumb question. Yeah, you know, Canadian I'm trying disco. To do, I'm trying to do, leave like a little bit of a shred of mystery for our <laughs> listeners. Like we just sit around a table and like, what are we talking about today? Canadian disco. I literally had to edit a conversation about Monistat out of one of our previous episodes. There is no mystery on this show. When did we talk about Monistat? I'm sure I brought it up. Yeah, the fact that you don't remember <laughs> just makes it all the better. So I'm going to leave that hanging out there. Anyway. So um, why, did, why did you want to talk about this group? We're talking about a group called Vogue. It is pronounced Vogue, right? Vogue, okay. I'm assuming. Um, I only know that I love them. Like, there's not a lot on this group. Now, here's the thing. I am a disco lady. Yes. Shake it up, shake it down. Yes, exactly. Move it in, move it out. Disco lady. Yes. Uh Max is not as fond of the disco as I am, but I love disco, and I think it's the happiest music on the planet, and I just wish the world was disco. <laughs> you wish the world was disco. I wish it were. I wish I wish it were Studio 54 everywhere. And that sounds like a song from Starlight Express. <laughs> I wish everywhere were Studio 54, and we didn't have jobs, and we could just snort coke all night and dance. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the best world on the planet? Um, drink Diet Coke and dance. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. Uh, Vogue is a Canadian group. Um, yes. They only released two albums. I had never heard of them before you, but I'm I I'm very, very glad that you turned me on to them. Do you like them? Really? Yeah. I'm like, this, this is ridiculous. Like, I it can't is. believe I never heard of this. <laughs> Do you know how I found them? I found them, this was, uh, I found them freshman or sophomore year of college because I, you know, it was the heyday of... Uh, illegally downloading music and what I would do I had a super fast connection I would just look at club charts and just download songs I didn't know and that was how I would oh, discover yeah. songs sure and so I hop into 1981 and I see their one number one club hit um, which is their first song which will get to dance in the night away mm-hmm. and I was like okay let's see what I can find from Vogue and so I listened to it and I was like dance in the night away is fine and then I started listening to the rest of the stuff and I was like oh my god yeah I mean if you love disco you're pretty much gonna love Vogue because they, they're about as pure it's like if yeah. you synthesize disco in a lab as, I, as I'm exactly. fond of saying, I mean, it's then not... you would get this Vogue record. Um, so we should give a little background on them. They yes. are from Montreal. They formed in sometime in the early 1980s. Um, I don't know. Did you notice that they this bizarre biography that is up of them on their Discogs page? I don't think so. Okay, mm-hmm. so Discogs is a record collecting website, yeah. if you don't know. Um, it is a wonderful um, place to find information on hard-to-find artists and whatnot, because all the information comes directly from the releases and is submitted mm-hmm. by users. Yes. Well, um, I suspected, I, I went to their page to go look because I suspected, I have a friend uh, who lives in Canada, his name's Grant, and he loves all the same kind of music that we do, and I suspected that Grant would probably know something about Vogue, ah. so I went I went to go look through their artist history, and sure enough, Grant had like added some stuff to my... <laughs> Grant's amazing. Well, I looked, and three years ago, this is the last time someone edited their page, oh God. Uh, someone, <laughs> a user named Ace Beatty... Ace Beatty or Ace Beatty? I don't. I can't tell because it, they spell it A A C E B E A T Y, which reads as Ace Beatty to me. Ace Beatty. Uh, maybe it's like Hey Speedy. Hey Speedy. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> but he edited their bio, and in his submission notes, he put the real story. Oh 
Oh God! So here are. <laughs> this is pretty good because this I don't is an think excerpt. a lot of people know the fake story. I'll just so. give you some excerpt of, of what he wrote here. Uh, it says originally created by uh, Denise LePage and a singer friend. Their greatest hit, of course, was Dancing the Night Away, as you said. Um, Denise was already known from her hit Your Love with the group Lime, mm-hmm. which oh, was a yeah. big Italo disco oh, group, which, yeah, which Denise was a part of. Um, it says the management didn't want to, quote, confuse the public and so hired two girls which had absolutely nothing to do with the creation and production of the music. Their names were Chantal Condor and Angela Songui, who did it for the promotion. That's his mm-hmm. quote. Eventually owned the name and took the formation further. Um, without the formation originators even being asked. I'm guessing English may not be this person's first language, but that, that that's what they wrote. Yeah. Um, then it says that Denise and Dennis, who, I don't, were they a married couple or were they brother and sister? I don't know. The founders of this group, um, learned the, the, it says, learned the new management move from watching television when the new duo appeared and the couple left before the completion <laughs> of the first album. So there you go. That's so uh, perfectly that, messy disco. That is, quote, <laughs> the real story of Vogue. The real story. Yeah, uh, they just have... And he, he also notes that, uh, um, yeah, they, they, they he notes a couple of other projects that they went on to. But we can talk about that in a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is just this very, um, not very huge two albums. They have one big song, and the rest of it is just out there, and no one knows... I mean, we know where. Yeah, they are. so let's get into but some of these. So, um, it's very offbeat. We'll say that. Yeah, let's get into some of these tracks. So their first single and their first hit. This is on their self-titled first album, Vogue with two G's, of course. Um, is "Dancing the Night Away," which was a number one club hit in September of '81. Yes. Because disco never died. I don't know how many times I can say that. It's true. I mean, it never died. This is so disco. It hurts. Yeah. I mean, it's really disco. I was shocked. I had to, I had to make sure that I was getting the year correct when I mm-hmm. listened to this because it sounds like 1975. It's the disco. But somehow disco. still in 1981 in Canada, this was a big hit. My note on this says ABBA graduates into the eighties. It kind of is. <laughs> if ABBA would have kept their like kind of very early disco kind of yes. sound and brought it into the eighties, this is it. Yeah. They're yes. very breathy vocals mm-hmm. some weird horns like it's just this very melodic disco like it's actually kind of a weird song to dance to which a lot of disco songs are they have a very weird kind of melody to them that are it's kind of hard to dance to but people did it i don't know how but dancing the night away huge hit that you may remember if you were alive that's right Here's the thing about Vogue's first album. All the songs kind of sound the same. They all have that same kind of, I don't know if you've noticed this, the same kind of like melodic theme to them. Kind of a similar synth kind of. Okay. Of, kind of, a, it's, they're all very similar feeling songs to me. Like they yeah, could they basically feel similar, all but I mean, be, I think there are definite sonic distinctions to be made. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. Now, my favorite, personal favorite, this is what made me fall in love with Vogue, is Love Buzz. I think Love Buzz... It's just so beautiful. The synth is so deep. It's kind of like the same kind of a melody in the synth that Dance in the Night Away is, except it's better. I think it's cleaner. 
And I think it sounds just more layered and it's beautiful. Yeah, this is a really good example of kind of, I was going to say post-disco, but it's really just late disco. This is late. Yeah, I don't, this to me isn't post-disco. No, it's it's just a very, like when disco was kind of getting to the end of its first, it, it, its initial run, we'll say. This is a very good example of like how, how it kind of rounded out yeah, it's at like, that time. It's a very marauder yes inspired exactly. kind of disco. it was I'll kind of when that. disco and it, it was becoming more about a tallow disco at the time and this was sort of the tail end of like just the pure disco sound yeah love buzz to me is just the happiest most fun song and the vocals are the vocals on vogue songs are not like vocal gymnastics by any means they're no, just but they're usually cute pretty, i mean they work with they're the super cute and they just like they live as kind of an instrument of the wavy nature of yeah sure songs. And I, I just, it just sounds like that perfect, happy, I'm in love. I have a love buzz kind of thing. And it just, I can't are, listen to this song without getting happy. Why are the claps on the song so loud? Have you noticed that? Every it's time I, every time I listen to this, I just feel like the claps are like right in my face. I feel like both of them are reaching out of my computer screen and clapping in my face. Well, I mean, have you ever heard a quiet clap on a disco song? I mean, I've heard it in quiet in comparison to other instruments. This one is just yeah. like, hey, Johannes. Turn up! I just, I'm assuming there was someone in the booth named Johannes. Turn the clap up on the 808. <laughs> that's a that's probably a true story. That's actually ripped from the headlines of Vogue production. getting to what I feel like is the third part of Dance in the Night Away. The third iteration of songs that have that same kind of melody of Dance in the Night Away of Love Buzz, we have Moving Up, which to me sounds like that beautiful disco with a tinge of funk from the late 70s. It's got a reggae tinge it's off the top. It starts with bit. that unnecessary guitar. Yeah, it's got, but, it yeah. starts off like you're, it's setting you up to think it's going to be more reggae-esque than it actually ends up And then up as being. soon as the beat drops, then the guitar gets a little, <laughs> it's still there, but it's like way lower and you basically get Dancing the Night Away Part 3. But I mean, it's... Well, I, I, mean, it's, I, I sort of, um, I have to, I'll make one, my, what will hopefully be my only Canadian joke in this episode, but have you noticed that the first not? time, like when it's not in the chorus, they definitely say moving out. <laughs> before you they don't they, they say moving out when it, when they sing in the chorus but the first time like it's in the verse of the song they definitely say moving out wow yeah. i never even i don't know i'm not listening that hard i'm too busy dancing yeah this is great this song is sassy as hell yeah like, it's like it's one of those like, breakup songs but it's done. like i'm happy about yeah, it yeah yeah bye time for an upgrade see ya peace bye girl I only have two words in my notes for back again. Okay. Dat bass. Dat bass. It is like, I actually wrote my first two words of this are disco life. Yeah. Because what I love about disco, the bass in disco I think is great. Like when you get like a 
kind of a crazy super smooth bass line that can live on its own. Absolutely. Disco that's is what all Disco is all in the bass line. I know. And 100%. That's why one of the reasons why I love it so much. It's just the like the anybody can do a four to the floor, but disco like you get that that pure analog bass like boom. I mean like that's the that is the that's the signature of disco. Disco at its purest and its best is when you have that oh a progressive bass line like come on put a ring on it love it <laughs> yeah no back again is definitely one of those and it's uh God I I've been trying to think about this it sounds like another song to me that was a late seventies song. And I can never think of what it is, but it sounds exactly like it in the verses. And mm. I, I will think of it one day. We'll toss that question to the listeners on Yeah, Twitter. it sounds exactly like another song that was huge, and I'm not going to know it until I hear it on the radio. But if you know what it sounds exactly like in the verse, then please tell me. Sometimes on a disco album, you have a very serious moment. And that's what Roller Boogie is. <laughs> Just kidding. It's ridiculous. Um, as anything called Roller Boogie is. But to me, it sounds like a Roller Boogie. This song is like being inside a disco arcade <laughs> machine. It is. A yes. Yeah, it doesn't really have lyrics except for Roller Boogie. Yes, Roller exactly. It sounds like a Roller Boogie. And as a matter of fact, I wrote that in my notes verbatim. It says roller boogie, ooh, roller boogie. <laughs> In case you can't remember which song roller boogie is on the album, <laughs> you just remember it's the one that says roller boogie, oh, roller boogie. Yeah, it's um, it's incredibly dated, this song. It does not survive long past 1981. I'm not even sure if roller boogie still existed in 1981. Um, they were around for Xanadu in 1980, but mm-hmm. even then that was dated. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. This is a very silly song, and you're going to dance, and you're going to feel silly, but it's going to make you happy. forward a couple years yeah so this is on to their second record now um which was called take two take two take two 1983 which is kind of vogue less disco-y still a little disco-y to me their vocals are just always going to sound disco (laughs) just because it's just that's just the disco vocal that like kind of together breathy singing it's so disco it hurts me sometimes but um yeah take two 1983 it's it's a little bit of a progression into what is more of the 1983 sound. Uh, a lot more, the instruments are a lot more synthy. It's a lot less real instrumentation. It takes a little away from disco. Um, I'm only going to talk about two songs on this because the rest of them are terrible. The rest oh of the songs on there, they're not terrible, but they're like pointless to talk about. They're not fun. If you're not listening... <laughs> Go on. If you're not listening to Vogue for fun, then that's weird. Um, Heart's Delight. Um, on this. This is a down-tempo jam-a-lam. It is. It's synth bass for the win. Yes. The, well, when like, this yeah, album a lot is of good, synth bass happening. When this album is good, 
it's got great synth bass. That those are like the only two good songs. They're like so synth bass. It it's yeah, it's very killer. It's like killer beat. It's very undisco. They on get disc. very undisco for hearts. <laughs> it's very undisco. I love yeah. it. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's super good. Yeah, I agree. I kind of when I was this listening, is, this when is I was the least on, disco thing that we're gonna play this episode for sure. Oh yeah. Oh very sure. Yeah. one i thought you would love yeah i do really Lover like this Boy. one i think it definitely sounds the most current of any of their stuff because a lot of their old, their stuff was very hearkening to the to the 70s disco sound oh, but yeah. this one sounded uh, more current and it did kind of sound like a flash dance-esque song it yeah it sounds like it could have belonged to the flash sounded, dance soundtrack i think it sounded very 1983 and very un well it still has a very disco beat to it i guess it never died but uh yeah it's just synth bass for the win again Yes. Like, these um, are such good synth bass songs. My favorite moment in this song comes about a third of the way through when there's this mm-hmm. breakdown where you just hear this. It's just twice in a row. You hear this series of percussion instruments for no reason. And yeah. it's it's a cowbell first and then a kabasa, which is that thing that you like you shake. It's it's the thing that's got a, a it, it's got a stick like a maracas, but it's got the big it looks like a UFO yeah. on the top mm-hmm. and like the silver beads. And then um, I never knew what the name of this instrument was, but okay. I, I had to Google and look it up. It gave me an excuse to learn this word. It's called a guido. Um, I feel like you're mispronouncing something. No, guiro. Like, it's a, it's, it's a Spanish word. It's G-U-I-R-O. It's oh, popular okay. in Latin American instruments. But it's like a shell or a piece of wood that has ridges on it. And you take a stick and you like, yeah. or you can tap it. That's called a guiro. But you hear those three things like in a row. Just twice. And then you never hear it again. Well, That's my favorite part of this song. <laughs> sometimes you have to, you know, look around at what you have in the studio and you say, you know what? I'm paying all of, I'm paying for all of this. Let's use it all. <laughs> and that's exactly what they did. <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> I think that's also what uh what's his face did with his wall of sound. The murderer guy. What's his name? Phil Spector. Yes, Phil Spector. <laughs> That's probably what he did, too. He was like, let's just use all of these instruments yeah. at once. Everyone will think it's genius. They won't know. We're just trying to get the most out of our money. That's what Loverboy did. You know, that's what Vogue did with Loverboy. There you go. Use them all. So that is um, the good parts of Vogue. The good parts. I mean, of there Vogue. are like other parts. Are you suggesting are... our listeners, our dear listeners, should not venture into the other? No, I mean you areas can. It's just like to me, Vogue is fun. To me, disco it is, is very fun. fun. It is very disco. very fun music. I listen to disco to have fun, and I don't listen to disco to have like that weird times when they try to get mellow because it just sounds like 
the dumb, mellow bullshit from the late 70s and early 80s. And I don't want to hear any more of that. Leave that to Olivia Newton-John. Yes. That's the only one who's allowed to do it. So, like, if those are the fun parts of Vogue. So that you can have the most fun in your day. And um, that's, um, yeah, I mean. I can't believe that I had never heard of them. I That I had missed this somehow. Because, honestly, like, no one ever talks Canadian, about them. 80s, disco, like, all the elements are there. But yeah, I somehow, I mean, so I, thank only, you for introducing the me. The only times I've ever heard of them are really when I just discovered them on the club charts. So thank you for introducing me to Vogue. I appreciate it. I'm really glad. I thought you would hate it. I'm really glad you didn't hate it. Um, I do want to also mention uh, the Discogs bio uh, that, <laughs> that I talked about at the beginning of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I mentioned that he talks about their solo endeavors. Yeah. Um, he, there is also a link on that page to Chantal's website. She like has. Have you been to Chantal's sort... website? No, but oh, is it because, poorly done? Oh my god, it is incredible. <laughs> it's a flash animation. So first of all, you know you're in for something good when the when the website's all flash. Does it have an actual condor on it? So no, like you you go into the site and you're like in Chantal's living room, oh, and Jesus. you have to click on different areas of her living room. Like if you click on the couch, you can like see pictures of Chantal, or you can like click on the fireplace to see some press of Chantal and blah blah. blah. It hasn't been updated since 2010. Wow. Uh, yeah, go look. It's very funny. We'll link it on the page for this uh, for this um, okay. episode. Yeah, she has like kind of her own little career. She's somewhat big, I think, in like Egypt because she's Egyptian somehow. <laughs> All and, right, like, cool. She like performed live at the pyramids in Egypt recently, somewhat recently. You go, Chantal. Yeah, like, and then Angela is like an enigma. I don't know much about Angela. She does have a LinkedIn page where she's like in charge of some sort yeah, she, of trade she, show company. Yes, she is mentioned on the Discogs bio for doing exactly that. She runs a trade show company. Yeah, I didn't click on her LinkedIn to find out more because I don't like when people see what, that I looked at them. <laughs> so I only see what's publicly available on Google. <laughs> but apparently a trade show company that has one employee, which is Angela. So I don't know what that is, but that's what they're doing. Chantal... Still does her own stuff in Canada slash Egypt somehow. But I, I mean, they never, Vogue just, no one talks about them anymore. And it's very weird. And it's hard to find a lot of stuff on them because they are that offbeat. They are indeed. <laughs> it's like the it was, it's a very It was a very good fit for this episode. Yes, exactly. Uh, but yeah, that's Vogue. My favorite little disco listen when I want to have a good day. Next week, we have yeah. one of our uh, our traditional... Traditional, I guess we can say tradition. It's our third one at this point. Yeah, it's a tradition. Our, uh, our, um, I almost said a superfluous episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, aren't they no, all really? They are. No, a superlatives <laughs> episode. Uh, yeah. So don't miss that. This is where Danielle and I pick a special topic and then oh, we surprise yeah. each other with our answers uh, on the top. We only do this every ten episodes. Should so we tell them listen. what it is? No, I think we should leave them in suspension. Ooh. Actually, by the time this is posted, the topic is going to be on our website. So yeah, if you want to find true. out what the topic is, you got to go to our website, yeah, which is website. offbeattrackscast.com. Yeah, uh, and we are also on Twitter, which links to our website. Go on it. Uh, we're at Twitter at Offbeat Tracks. That's right. So we'll see you next week when we do uh, our next Superlatives episode. Until so then, ready. I am Max. I'm Danielle. See you.